0: There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched.
1: Um I this is I promise everybody, this is the last uh Barbenheimer. We, this is this is Barbenheimer week we had on Tuesday. Um Jeff, Max, Kyle and kind of Will, he kind of stuck in there for no fucking reason, <laughs> even though he's never even seen the movie. He was um, he was there. We all that was the last pod. This pod will be um Jeff. And, I mean, god damn, Brandon, hi, that hi. one, the skinny one, <laughs> the skinny tall one, and um still my thoughts. Like uh, it's gonna be, unfortunately, some of my
0: repeat thoughts here and there. um But it's but gonna I be mostly Brandon. I haven't heard him. He's Correct. kept he's kept everyone else's thoughts locked in a vault. Uh, so I'm very excited to talk to you about this. And, and to, to hear your genuine thoughts and reactions about the biggest uh, blockbuster summer in, in recent memory. And I'm going to be a, ne- a little negative
1: uh-huh. just because of talking about it a bunch of times and then also <laughs> recording. It's, yep. I've been listening to this crap for so long. <laughs> and so it's just like, well, that's one of the things where it's like it's be, being, being editing uh-huh. is like we have a pod or we do like a week of stuff. And it's like you and Jeff and like whoever's on. It happens. We record right. and then walk away, and then it's like, oh, remember when we did this, I'm like, yeah, I've been like listening to it for the last like week. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I've been, I keep rehashing it, right, so I'm right. still in
0: that world where it's like it's the Oppenheimer. You, world. you haven't, yeah, you haven't left the bubble yet. Uh, I've, I've left it. So or I, Oppenheimer, as Will said, oh, Oppenheimer. No, no, that's stop that. <laughs> stop that, Will. Fuck you. How dare you? What were the other? What were some of the other name like smushed together ones? Because Barbenheimer, I told you, was when I first heard it, I was like, "That's my favorite one I've heard yet." And now I don't remember oh, any really of the other ones. The, uh, I,
1: well, I do. Other have there been other ones like this? Because I, I don't remember. No, not
0: not. Uh, I I just meant more of, of the Barbie and Oppenheimer like just oh, name just Nick, them Oh, yeah, yeah, just them specifically. Other movies. But no, the other. I, I was reading an article as I do that uh, things <laughs> you do. that there were there were a couple um of summer movie like you know um hits that were that kind of build together but they were more in the same genre and it wasn't really like this kind of out of nowhere viral social media kind of hype um and i don't really know exactly where this uh, started
1: so i was really hoping it, the the article talked no, about it because i would love that whoever did that was genius yeah, and also yeah. i would love to know if it was like if it was Oppenheimer's side or if it was Barbie's side, because I think it, frankly, well, no, so, no to Oppenheimer, I think it made Oppenheimer a shit ton of money.
0: Oh, it made oh, absolutely, <laughs> Oppenheimer benefited from this hands down more than Barbie did because Barbie was going to be a giant movie. I mean, the, obviously, it, it received a little bit of a bump from from the hype, but Oppenheimer absolutely yes. received okay. a yes. and more more than uh, the the film fans going to see it. Yes, and I and I'll give you because we are talking. Um,
1: you were saying. Oh yeah, Barbie's gonna make so much money because they have a built-in audience. And I absolutely I was like, maybe just because I clearly I'm not into the Barbies and stuff <laughs> as I as I should be. Shame. Um, whatever. And uh but so I didn't I did not believe you personally. And I was like, nah, I don't think it's got a built-in like like go to the movies, Barbie. Right. Like I get kids liked Barbies and right. stuff. But in my mind, I didn't think they were going to be like, oh, my God, there's finally a movie. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: like, I was like, that's right. never
1: going to happen. But that 100% happened. Absolutely. It absolutely was. Holy was, shit.
0: Good Lord. Uh, it's I mean, it's, those... not like, it's not like the Transformers, right? Where where the first Transformers came out and, and, oh, my God, thank God, this toy that I have loved and hadn't played with, you know, is I'm so excited to go see this movie. It was, you know, a decent movie and, and a big blockbuster. But it, it by no means was like the appeal that Barbie is. And I think part of part of the appeal is for Barbie, at least, was. When Greta Gerwig was attached to it, you know, she is more of an auteur who knows kind of how to make good characters and good uh, films. And then you put that with this giant market. I think that that to me is what solidified. Oh, this is actually going to be a decent product that uh, can withstand all of the all of this hype and all of this craziness. Um, It's unbelievable. She is
1: she is. Impressive beyond belief, Absolutely. and it's unfucking believable. Absolutely. I'm so excited to see what the next thing is, mm-hmm. and I, I honestly, God, like I was like this probably might um, trip her up, and she might not have a hit, and then obviously that was that was like, yeah fucking definitely obviously not. not true. <laughs> um, have you seen the Have you seen Little Women? And obviously you've seen Lady yes, Bird. I know yep. that.
0: Have you seen Little Women? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Um, um, I liked both of them. I love I, I, Lady Bird's one of my uh, favorites from that year. And it's one of my favorite dramas in in the last, I don't know, probably 10 years. By far, one of the one of the most intimate, uh, powerful and moving pieces of art I've seen. And then Little Women was just uh, it, was, it was a powerhouse, in my opinion. So I I knew what Greta Gerwig had, like in her back pocket, her directing style and what she could what she could bring with this. So I was excited to see it until i saw some of the some of the set photos and those leaked photos i was like "Ooh, this looks really bubblegummy and this looks really bright and i don't know exactly where this is gonna go drastically different uh tones and styles so it's like
1: all the other stuff that's what i was expecting and i agree with you and then when i saw the the trailer i mean i was saying i was like i honest to god i don't know what this is but we can't obviously we can't bet against (laughs) credo she's gonna her next her next one's gonna be people wrapping christmas presents and i bet you that's gonna make (laughs) I uh, bet that's going to be a smash hit. That'll also. be
0: yeah, that'll be an instant hit. Instant do you passing. have any?
1: Uh, do you have any thoughts on Barbie um, outside of Oppenheimer? Or do you? Is it mostly all just Oppenheimer? Oh
0: uh, no, I have definitely thoughts about Barbie okay, so for sure. Um, um, I do want to touch uh-huh. on because I, I to semi answer your question about where this started. I don't know exactly who came up with with coin that term Barbenheimer or Everything right, it was this, this viral meme that kind of just came together. But I do, I do want to point out that uh, this is Chris Nolan's first film away from Warner Brothers and. Because he uh, wanted *Tenet* to be released in theaters back in the w- when the pandemic was happening, and they were like, "No, we just want to go straight to straight to uh, almost a DVD, <laughs> and we just want to go straight to streaming and and bypass the the theaters." And he fought them, and you know that was a whole big thing. And so Physically he said, fought them." I would imagine he was, you know, getting Elon ready. Musk
1: to. versus whatever the Facebook guy. Jeff
0: Bezos. Base- uh, oh, was it uh, Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg? That's right. I forgot about those that. dumbasses fucking fighting. <sighs> no, because someone's mom stepped in. I heard. <laughs> shit <laughs> no but so so um when when nolan came out to to make oppenheimer he was going to be without warner brothers so when warner brothers heard oh hey he's got a big hit coming this year we've got barbie loaded up uh we're gonna go ahead and schedule it on the same fucking day just to spite him and i thought that was an interesting kind of point that that almost the, the the battle of spite and yeah, he could have just bumped it and also right it's not like i don't think I don't think
1: Barbie took anything away from Oppenheimer personally. I agree.
0: Absolutely. Um, but I, I just I find it funny that uh, to, in in, in uh, their attempt to spite Chris Nolan and, and stop his movie from doing well to release, you know, the biggest hit of the summer, uh, it actually did the, the opposite and, you know, became this this thing. So I guess it kind of started with Warner Brothers to answer your question. But <laughs> I mean, because they put on the same day. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, so I think, so I've seen both films twice now. Um, I've
1: seen Oppenheimer twice nice. and Barbie once. Nice. I did see, and we'll, we'll talk about when we get to, um, Oppenheimer, but I did see it in 70 millimeter. Nice. Um, normie, not IMAX. Like you. <laughs> um, and, uh, it was very upsetting.
0: Well, I'm very, <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, very, I'm very sorry for you. I, I can don't feel the, well, pain. I don't
1: think they put, I don't think they put the, one of the problems is nobody shoots on film anymore. Right. So the equipment's not taken care of. Yeah. So I'm willing to bet you the lens was um, scratched and oh. because like li- literally there was like maybe 20 vertical lines like you could see like it was um, like artifacts kind of the Ooh. entire time. Ooh. So I imagine that was the lens and then the bottom, very like maybe bottom fifth or whatever looked like it was racking focus the whole time. Oh, it was God. going in and
0: out of focus, which... Or, or yeah, the equipment maybe just wasn't positioned correctly because like you said, it hadn't been taken care of.
1: Well, or- yeah, exactly. Well, it's like people don't take care of it. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did on on film but homie we got like teenagers that have, don't even know what film is right and,
0: like they're setting this shit up <laughs> and, um yeah we'll get, we'll get to that because i i'm very excited to get to the technical side of the stuff um for for the oppenheimer release but for barbie yeah i definitely have, have thoughts um on its own i i thought it was inventive i thought it was creative goofy over the top it was extremely enjoyable uh, in, in the best ways and i what i what i loved about barbie is that it was self-aware and poignant and it had something to say, like it actually had a message like and a commentary on modern patriarchy. life patriarchy. and the patriarchy, of course. Patriarchy. <laughs> um, but, but especially for women. And that's something that we just don't see uh, represented and we don't see talked about in this kind of way. And I, and I love that it was all been, on its own.
1: There's been how many big mo- uh, female directors and nobody fucking talks about anything. <laughs> I mean, the like, Greta like the third one. Elizabeth Banks right. is knocking shit out. Right. We talked about flaming hot, like, Yeah, they don't. Nobody fucking talks about shit.
0: It's really starting to come, and and I love that, and I love that. But with the what the other ones didn't do quite as much. Nobody's talking about it, but yes, (laughs) absolutely. I don't like that it's that it's not being talked about as much. I do like that that it's being um, joked about and and brought it into the limelight um, along with everything else, and and so that that's what I thought set Barbie apart story wise is the fact that it really knew what it was and and um, wasn't afraid to to. Not pull its punches. Like it, it, it just was, it was, it was a very silly movie done by by professionals who really bought into the idea that they were trying to do, and I love that. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it got a, it got a little old by the end. Personally, um, I loved it. I loved it early. It is um, uh, unbelievable how like consistent the style was. Yeah, and how unique it is. And but by the end, I was you know, I kind of like you
0: know, I get it. Um, what did you think about about the characters as? fictional characters that that come into the real life it it come into the real world and then the real world also interacts with these fictional characters so i thought that was an an inventive style that i haven't seen done a whole lot um outside of like toy story and you know some other animated films that i can't quite think of but i thought it was it was um a fresh take on on that way to do it like uh i mean i i also cannot think of any examples at
1: the moment but i feel like that has happened before but it's you know it's not like a it's not a, like a long running trope or anything. Yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. Honestly, I liked. I it was. I'm glad that the real world stuff wasn't super long because it okay. was. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was the most just like less movie, more just straight up jokey. Yeah. Than anything else has been. Uh, in that movie, and so it was probably my least favorite of the sections. Okay. Um, I rather I enjoyed the stylized. Um of Barbie world rather than right. the real world. But I they it was it was good jokes and it was good commentary Yeah. um about the uh did you notice the I didn't notice Jeff mentioned this um the cubicles were just complete squares. I did I, I did saw not that the second that.
0: time. Yeah, I was like wait a second, where are the doors? <laughs> yeah, those were those were uh a lot, interesting. Of, a lot of good commentary and everything. And as I've been, of-
1: and I've been saying as she did not lie about anything she said and it's like I get get people like mad about it and it is very, it is very like anti-man and anti-men and and I'd say much more like anti-system than anything, but we are the ones that, well, I mean, not me as a young (laughs) white man, um, I was not one of the ones that made this, but. We, you know, men did a lot of bad shit. So it's Absolutely. like everything was true. So mm-hmm. it's like, even if you're like, oh, I can't believe they're pointing out the things that we did. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, get over it. it was like, exactly. Yes. Get over it. You've also- <laughs> you are very true. Sure. <laughs> like and, and Jeffrey Dahmer being like, I can't believe they made a movie about me killing people.
0: <laughs> it's it's more about I, I feel like it's less about it's I can't it's, believe they made a anti Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Oh, God. I know. Right. <laughs> Incredible. No, I feel like it's less anti men and, le- and more anti um patriarch and less and, and more mm-hmm. anti I mean, but it goes together establishment.
1: It goes together though. But like it's definitely it's
0: definitely it's well it's definitely, you know, does it doesn't present them. <laughs> I don't think it's a negative. But I, it's a hundred percent. Because there are certain people who are who are like that and 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 like what they're trying to take down and like what they're making fun of. And that's the whole point is if you don't like it, well congratulations, then you understood the film in in what its intention was. And the the whole um you know, oh my God! You can't say that about about the system. You can't say that about men. All this controversy and all this uproar about giving someone a voice and an opinion. Well, that's their perspective. That's her perspective. That's what I mean. And listening to interviews uh, from the cast before before the SAG strike, um, where where they talk about you, you know, this is very much my experience. This is very much my point of view. I, is all, all of our views are pretty much aligned because we as as you know as as a, as a. Um, Species have been doing this to half of our species for the last ever since we can really remember. It's not exactly half, so
1: let's calm down. <laughs> yeah, for that's a true. Not
0: exactly half. Um, I I did like um, that the songs were were pretty inventive. A lot of the times we talk about the soundtrack and and especially when it's like music musical type soundtrack um it's just kind of there and doesn't really infuse the story with much but i love how the the lizzo song kind of introduced the world and and she made that part of the world building uh and then and then also made that kind of part of the character shift and the theme shift once uh, uh barbie started thinking about death and had all this existential crisis and and it was just it was very it was very smartly done i thought
1: intelligently done yeah um i'm impressed uh yeah i don't know i don't know I don't know if I would, I'm sure I'll watch it again, like on VOD or mm. something like, I mean, streaming, um, Kyle, so mean. Um, oh. <laughs> and then, but I don't know if I'd go to the theater again for it because it was like clever and, but I just don't have an urge to see it again.
0: Yeah, I understand that. and And part of the appeal for me was actually seeing it with a packed house, packed audience. It, because the first time I saw it I mean it was completely I saw it in Pack house too but the second time I saw it it was it wasn't very full I mean and it was a lot it was an earlier showtime I took my niece to see it and it was an earlier showtime with a lot more kids and I don't know maybe that's why but the the audience felt kind of reserved they felt like it, it was almost like afraid to laugh at, at certain jokes or afraid to kind of be in the moment and and you know let loose and have fun and that's what I loved about the about seeing it opening weekend is the jokes when when the jokes were landing I mean the whole audience was was in an uproar and and in a good way and i thought that that seeing it the second time kind of gave me that same feeling of ooh i don't know if i really want to see this again unless there's a lot of other people who third time. who want to see this <laughs> who want to see this too like if, if i'm putting it on to show somebody for the first time i feel like i'd be afraid about what they think and their reactions and more paying attention to that than the actual movie and the message uh, that's in front of me so good luck. Good luck when you see it a second time. <laughs> I will not be seeing it. Don't, I don't think I'm going to see it again. I don't know. Um, but I do love that that this whole hype did bring people back to theaters again. I, I, I'm i just still uh, a supporter I mean, of, of filling theaters with with people. Yeah, but I, but here's the problem.
1: It, it's like you said, it was a built-in audience, and it's like a lot of people that normally don't go, which is yeah. sweet. But I don't... I mean, we'll see whenever the next big thing comes out, but I don't think it's going to I don't think all these people are like, oh my god, I forgot how great the theater was. Let's go back again for the rest of this this yeah. year. I just don't think it's happening. And like the month beforehand, um, movies were not making anything. Mission Possible didn't make shit. Right. Um, the other ones that
0: bombed didn't make <laughs> shit that I also hated. <laughs> the other ones that came out, yeah, no, I agree with you, and and I and I do think that that you're absolutely right about it's it's Course not going to be what's what's gonna you know be, bring people back to the theater again and again uh after Barbie leaves. I think that it's just a good thing to have a wide massive appeal that's actually also a, a good piece of entertainment. And personally no, I mean I,
1: I'm glad when movies do well and no matter what. Right. It is always beneficial it's to great. the uh
0: it's to the whole system. Um I do I I do think um personally I liked I liked both Barbie and Oppenheimer a lot. But personally I think I like Barbie a little bit more just because I was more entertained by it. Like a, yes. as a piece of entertainment. There's
1: much more, yes, there's much more entertainment. Yeah. Or we talk, if we're talking like, you know, technically which one was better and um, well put together and all that crap, mm-hmm. mm, then it's still conversation because sure. Barbie was very well put together. And it's Absolutely. like, it's like, I know the style was all jokey and stuff, but it's still like difficult to do all of that and ge- keep it consistent. Right. And keep it like, ma- let it make sense. And you have the same like rules in the universe um, throughout. It's right. actually really hard to do. So it well, is a very still technically well done movie.
0: Yeah. And, and and then you talk about like the actual like way that they that, that she went about shooting this like they went in uh, uh studio 50s studio style where they actually built like a rolling screen in the background and they and they put uh, matte paintings up you know for the skyline and for everything like that like they went really retro with it with these she kind wasn't of things.
1: she wasn't running around talking about oh i did such a minimum cg oh i'm so
0: great <laughs> well that's because she did use cg there yeah, was a minimum lot of them. yeah <laughs> yeah but there was some in there so you can't go around yeah, well, it when we get to when we get to oppenheimer it's
1: like oh i didn't do cg sweet where were you where were you fucking going to put cg what are you talking about Also,
0: <laughs> awesome. with the, with no the bomb shit. with the that was it. That's literally it. that's <laughs> exactly. it that it. i understand
1: <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like oh i didn't do cg on the right. one sh- well, the one thing that i could have done cg on oh sweet yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god you're so fucking great No, go- nolan i can't believe you traveled to new mexico or wherever the hell they went, I don't know. That site. was
0: they, well. They definitely traveled to New, to New Mexico, but they were also all over the U.S. I didn't exactly see where, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll get to that after. Some but I do, <laughs> but I do like uh, it, that that with Barbie CG. Like it, again, it wasn't. It enhanced the characters. It enhanced the story. It was. It was almost a character in in itself, like the sparkles and you know things like that. Where it really, really lent itself to the overall piece of art, and it wasn't just. Uh, I don't know to, to, Hey, look what we can do now with this, with this cool technology. So even though there was CG and Barbie, it was done again, smartly and, and with, with uh, a point. So I agree. Yes, very much. Um, I don't know. I, I really, I really enjoyed, I I enjoyed the acting and I love that, that, uh, the Barbie cast bought in. Just want to want to touch on that real quick that I felt like no, nobody really phoned it in. Nobody was really kind of half-assing it. Um, but they really felt like they were inhabiting those characters in, in the best way that they possibly could.
1: Yeah, I mean the background the, the background characters, um, they did fine the bandwidth actors, but they just didn't have a ton to do, so it's like it's easier. Yeah. I had, Ryan Gosling is everyone always forgets, I feel like, how comedically great he is. Yeah. And then Margot Robbie's Margot Robbie. Like yeah. she's always she's always I do not I don't I can't think of anything she's bad in. She might have movies that don't do well. Sure. But it's not like because it, she's not bad in it. Yeah, so, she do,
0: she doesn't turn in a, a bad performance. Very rarely is it is it a, a bad performance by by either of them. Um, they're professional actors for a reason, though. So, because they're hot. Yeah, <laughs> that too. That yeah. does help. <laughs> I mean, that that's where it help. starts. I mm-hmm. believe.
1: I just recently <laughs> saw something of an interview of somebody who was on the Joker, mm-hmm. um, the movie with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. and they are talking about. And we'll have have to do at some point like a deep dive or something into Joker, the Joker. And Mm they're talking about the sets when Joaquin was on set and stuff. Like a lot of stuff he did was unscripted and like really? they were like he went fully meta he's like i walked really? on a set one time when they're doing like the bus scene and then i started talking to people and they're like you don't even know what's been going on dude <laughs> he is he is in his oh he's in another level right interesting. now interesting oh i definitely so, yeah. see
0: and and i didn't uh care too much the first time i saw joker but really? i love well i didn't care for the whole Lockhean thing was but amazing. i un fucking alone period absolutely oh. and and that alone made me interested in the film i was like i ah, you know i don't know how i feel about this in its entirety, but I really am, am curious about the process that Joaquin went through and the process of getting it made. I feel like that to me is is ultimately more interesting than the actual um movie itself. So did you know that Diablo Cody was originally tagged to, to write Barbie back in twenty fourteen? I don't know who that is. Diablo Cody wrote Juno. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she she left the project in in twenty eighteen. Is her actual name Diablo? Yeah. Like, Barbie, you know, name, I, don't birth know. Name? I don't know I don't know. I don't think so. I know Badass parents it's as she was. Fucking badass. Badass what, name. I'm gonna it call
1: is. my child Satan.
0: <laughs> um
1: but Antichrist. I do love name, Antichrist. Right? <laughs> hey. Where's Antichrist? Uh Antich- she's upstairs. We call her Annie
0: for short. Everyone gets all angry and outdoors. <laughs> there was a show uh with Danny DeVito and Aubrey Plaza. I'm trying to think of what it was. Bad I think it was Bad Omens that uh was on FX for I think it was a season, maybe two seasons. And then they took it off and I thought it was really good. But it was kinda kinda basically that. Um Anyway, yeah, so Diablo Cody <laughs> Diablo Cody did originally uh get hired to write this and she was experiencing trouble because the Lego movie had just come out and they were like don't do anything that the Lego movie just did, even though the Lego movie was like very self-aware, right? Uh, it kind of knew what it was, very pointed in a direction, and then also kind of played with the whole, hey, we are Lego pieces, and it's okay to call that out. And I guess the studios didn't like that originally, but also Cody said that, that you know, the culture hadn't embraced the feminine, fem- feminine uh, archetype as a true, viable, leading archetype and I, and i'm so glad that that nobody tried to push for it back then cuz i feel like if if they had tried to push out something th- that movie with all of those restrictions it would have gotten just convoluted into the into the point and twisted that it wouldn't have been worth it at all so i'm really glad unfortunately people lost you know their jobs and and it took a lot longer to kind of recover for some people but i'm glad that it it got pushed and and pushed and pushed and than when, when, uh, Margot Robbie got involved, like she was really adamant about what this thing could be, but she was also very, very much, uh, on the same way of like, we're not going to be sacrificing all of these, all of these things that we want to actually say just to make it, you know, maybe a percent or two better.
1: I think, so. I think studios need to learn, let the, like, what are the the three biggest movies right now are well this year so far have been super Mario brothers. Yep. Um, Spider Man across universe, yep. uh, across the Spider Verse, and then Barbie and Barbie, and they're all like they're all very unique styles. They're all um, not traditional theater, and I, I I hope to God next year more of these come out because it's like they're yeah they're just so fucking uh, they're so they're making so much money. They're what, so fucking entertaining, fun
0: to watch, enjoyable, unique. We we'll go with unique. We're gonna pick unique. Cool, guy. cool. I see. I like to have a grab bag of, of words and phrases for you to use. Whatever you like. Yeah. I
1: mean, I'll just randomly, <laughs> I'm just going to point at you or I'm just going to pause and point at you and you're going to have to give me be my thesaurus.
0: <laughs> That's cool. I'm fine with that. Um, but okay. yeah, so, okay. so that was cool. Um, I, I, I'm just glad that we got what we got out of it and I don't think it could have been much better. And I, uh, uh-huh. I'm just, uh, in, incredulous that it did actually cross a billion, because something that Robbie pushed for it with the studio, she's like, yeah, this movie could totally make a billion dollars. And then it was like, fuck, I said that and now I don't think it's going to make anything near that.
1: Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure that was just a random arbitrary number that she said that didn't really put th- yeah. too much thought into it. Right. And then after that went like, yeah, there's not a ton, but
0: it's, it's a lot. Of, like, but
1: hell yeah, of money. It is
0: it is still, it is still raking right, in the you want to uh, so, You
1: want to rate it before and then we'll jump over yeah. to Oppenheim? Let's
0: rate right this, bitch. So my, my initial rating was really high i'm gonna bring it down just a little bit after seeing it the second time just i don't know i'm trying to take too much away from the film itself and the and put that second uh, experience more on the theater and and the environment i saw it in mm-hmm. but i think it's gonna be in the eights for me i think i'm gonna be at an 8.75 out of 10 8.75
1: Um, okay. Um,
0: that may may change in the future, but
1: okay. Um, I'm, I have not actually, well, I don't know if I did. I'm going to put an official one now. Okay. If I did rate it earlier, that's just to see how it changed. So everyone can just see how much this has changed. Um, I think I'm going to go, I, I did, I really liked it. I did not like it as much as you did. Um, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Just under eight, and I think I'm gonna go 7.75. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go 7.75, and that will round out. We have five now total ratings for Barbie. Um, I'll go low to high. Okay. Kyle's at seven, All Max right. is at 7.25, I'm at 7.75, Jeff is at eight, and then you're at 8.75. Woo. With the uh, bringing it in for the feminists.
0: Yeah. It's really good. I think that's. I think that's
1: a lot. You know, that's better than the Last of Us series as a whole.
0: Like I said, I, it'll probably come down, but I. I just. I, I loved how how much fun I same, had watching. That's it. the
1: same grade that you gave Ex Machina. Nice. Just so you know.
0: Yeah, eh, it's probably around that. I maybe not the same, but it's it's around that. I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. I I loved hey, it. I, it I, was obviously. I'm looking at your score, man. <laughs> it was. It was. It was fresh. It was inventive. It was funny as hell.
1: Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Not all the humor was me. It was de- I was not the t- target audience. I did not play with Barbies. Like yeah. the jokes are funny, or like that they put in those, yeah. Um, unique Barbies. I was cool and all. Everything. I love what they were saying. I love the st- I like the style and stuff. But it definitely was not like it was. I'm mean, not. Wasn't the demographic. Yeah. And I liked it, but it was.
0: It definitely. You know. It was. You know. it was what it is, and that's okay. And they, and there's nothing wrong, except that you don't know art obviously from. Fucking a bowl of peas. I mean, this, that's not the first time you've said that to me. <laughs> we, can, we can jump back to the inside
1: ratings. <laughs> do we have
0: to? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So we'll jump... Right, so, so that's the end. That's, so that's Barbie. That's Barbie. Now, on the other half of that Hummer that was in... Which, by the way, I thought was a, a clever tie-in that I don't think that they maybe meant to do. Did you notice when... <laughs> Sorry, there are multiple dogs here. There's <laughs> so many if you dogs. guys hear
1: dogs, I, I currently have three dogs. There's so Lady, Coco, and Mushu.
0: Well, and what's weird is is the Lady's other two. Lady's the one. Yeah, that, she's the one. That I know, I'm very
1: shocked. I don't understand. all the noise. It. She randomly, she'll just be so quiet, and then she's like, okay, well, I want attention now, and this is upsetting, and so now I'm going to run around and be The problem a, is when, when you mess. give
0: her attention, that it pisses the other two off. Yes. So. Yes. Well, I don't know where the other two went. The, uh, uh, Coco the, was bugging me for attention for about <laughs> Mush, half an hour. Mushu's
1: on my, uh, on my right hand getting pet. Ladies on my left hand, and I don't know where Coco is. Oh, He's, Coco's in the middle. There, you there go. he go. He's in my left. I was going to say, check
0: check your feet. Um, so yeah, so did I only you, have three two hands, guys. <laughs> did you catch when um, Barbie Land got turned back into Barbie Land after the Kens took over, and then that that Hummer was parked outside her dream mm-hmm. house, and it was half black and half pink? I thought there's an Oppenheimer reference inside Barbie, or a yeah. Barbenheimer reference inside Barbie. You think that was a yes oh, I, was think so. oh, I, so. I think really so i hope so i really hope so okay mm. okay cool yeah
1: that's cool <laughs> i believe you i'll take your word for that
0: well it was there all i know is that it was half black half pink and that i thought was is that what they told perfect... you
1: in uh, arizona when when you went to go see
0: it <laughs> no 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 nobody nobody told me shit when in, in arizona nobody wanted to talk to me
1: It's just shocking <laughs> i
0: get that i'm i'm forced to talk i don't to you. i don't understand i don't get it i, I like I these so photos much... I have so much to say,
1: dude. How often do they use these machines? Okay, sorry. So yes, uh, okay. So yes. So now we're on the Oppenheimer because I'm looking through your photos <laughs> of your uh, your trip. Yeah, and it's like, how often do they use this machine? Not, did they put this in just for this?
0: They so that machine, especially IMAX. And and I'll put. I'll, it,
1: did they name this Christopher? They should name <laughs> this machine Christopher.
0: It's actually nicknamed Big Boy. I don't
1: like. I don't. That. I, yeah, this theater I, nicknamed it Big you, Boy. I think you should nickname it uh, Chrissy. Nolan. Or something. Yeah, or Chrissy. <laughs> you know, just so everyone can everyone can steal this. You know what a great name for a grasshopper? Grastifer. Ooh. Right? Like Ooh. Christopher but with grass. Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> I got to thank you. Anyway, so you. you went to you went to Arizona, Tempe, right? <laughs> I did I yeah. was, was the trip?
0: The trip was good. The trip was quick. Um I only I only made a night out of it, a couple days there. It was hot as fuck yeah it's like i didn't yeah, realize was. quite how hot the desert actually gets oh, homie I, when i was in moab <laughs> at like at not mountainside yeah um it was 105 it was like 90 degrees at like nine o'clock at night <laughs> dude it, it it never dropped below triple digits for me even at 2 at 2 a.m which is when the, the film got out i'm not it was fucking disgusting how hot it was i checked multiple multiple thermometers i checked two phones i checked the car it was crazy it was disgusting but it was really hot. Yeah, uh, but the the trip was cool. It was it was quick. It was it was um it was nice to go somewhere that I actually haven't ever been or had any reason to go to. Um, but yeah, so oh, I took the never trip been down to Arizona, or you've never been to Tempe, uh, either. Either the only times I've been in Arizona were uh, either flying over or driving like through the tip tippy top corner of. I one thousand percent do not count you
1: flying over Arizona <laughs> as being in Arizona. Like, I understand that the state technically, I'm sure technically the, the border exists, just right. runs up straight and in vertically into the air until Obviously. until space. Obviously.
0: Um, but I don't consider that. Just
1: so, <laughs> just so we're on the same page. All bridge. right, fine.
0: So, yeah. So, the only time I've ever really been in Arizona was, was driving through the tippy-top corner when I was doing a road trip to L.A. twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so this was cool. Um, I, lived, I
1: lived there for like a year-ish.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot it was cool. Food that. was fantastic. Was it in Tempe? It was in... I stayed
1: in... Um, more Phoenix Mesa area. Okay. Um, Which isn't that far away. Food is amazing there. There's a lot of great hiking and um really close because they're in like basically a crater. Um and then, you know, temperature was ungodly mm-hmm. and I don't like the people there. But well, that's there a go. whole different thing.
0: Yeah, I kinda I kinda wanna go back and, and visit it in like The middle of winter. That's that's, that seems like the ideal time to visit the desert.
1: When I was there, when I was there, if we wanted to do anything, it had to be and uh, you'd hate this with a passion. It have to be like scheduled to be done roughly when the sun comes up.
0: (laughs) So it's like you want to
1: get done with like 10 or something because that's when the sun starts getting really high and then it turns into triple digits and people like fucking die out there. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what I did after getting out of the airport and checking into the uh, to the hotel, which was cool because I got to check in early. Thank God, because I. I didn't know where I was gonna put stuff, and I people was dying. Always,
1: be, people always people will be shocked
0: how often you can just call them, and they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah dude, half the fucking hotels open." <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so I put my stuff down, and then I decided to go to the botanical gardens, which Ooh. was a, which was a really actually it was it was really cool um, to see a different state's you know uh, flora, and there is a shit ton Cactus. of of cacti. I mean, it was just <laughs> nothing but.
1: Yep. Um, what I thought which was really—it's gorgeous, but it's like definitely very different. super, super it's just different. A different color uh, palette, mm-hmm. which it—it's it, more like reds, and it's it yeah, very... a lot
0: more, a lot more chalk-looking mm-hmm. stuff. I'm a, but... I'm a
1: fan of like the New Mexico, Arizona mm-hmm. area, like that that uh, style. Moab, right. obviously. I, but, but that's I'm Utah, sure. But still, but that's all the same, like shit.
0: Well, so so one thing that when when I was uh, coming in, I was really curious. I kept seeing all these green trees, and they look like they were like either plastic or they were painted. And so I'm like, ooh, I wonder if this is like some kind of conservation statement or conservative, you know. Statement. Like what, well, you know, what is the message? What is the, no, what is the point behind this? There's, they don't look natural. What statement are you making with <laughs> that, trees? You know, we get it. We get it. Be environmentalist. Like, I got yes. it. You like trees. Like, get <laughs> the fuck over it. So I was so confused and I didn't know exactly, you know, how to, how to Google that. But at the Botanical Gardens they had an a, a plaque and i did take a picture it's not in the folder but i took a picture of the plaque saying hey you see these green trees that's because the the bark has actually uh, learned how to have more chlorophyll in in the bark so mm. that when the leaves burn up and fall off they can still absorb sunlight and and not die off so it okay. was a very nice um, educational yes, Hell yeah dude. exactly it was very
1: educational it was and very fun. Educa- educational because when you were at the theater right cuz you went there for to see oppenheimer in proper 70 millimeter IMAX correct the
0: 600 pounds uh-huh
1: freaking reels, 11
0: mile yeah so I I went specifically to see this particular format so I had seen Oppenheimer opening weekend I actually saw it the day before I saw Barbie uh um, you didn't do a Barbenheimer I know uh, I, I was in Salt Lake to, City but and I did a ba- did you really yeah, the, oh, yeah.
1: I, and I saw it at AMC too there's oh, only nice. two AMCs in fucking Salt Lake City that's weird
0: I don't like that I, I I like having choices. I like having. Well, wow, like, there's other movies theaters. <laughs> no, fuck that. I like having different AMC choices. There's no
1: AMC. There's I don't know. two AMC's and there's no
0: Alamos. So I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not doing great out there. Um, but yeah, so I, I I I was trying to stay cheap, so I went uh, Alamo for Oppenheimer and Alamo for Barbie on opening weekend. But uh, it was also partially because they were sold out, and I was like, oh, good. There's one seat left here and one oh, seat left. Nice. Here. Um, but yeah, so so I went to one of the thirty theaters across the world that has the particular format that Matt just mentioned, um, which is a six hundred pound reel uh, that stretches over eleven miles, and it had it had to have special technicians either be trained or brought out of retirement to you know run this projector so when we're looking at the at these pictures um I, you took you took a because you went up it looks like you didn't go in there right no they, they didn't just let have me like go a, in
1: they have a room with like glass walls that basically you like, yeah it looks so like, you, like you walked by and took a bunch of photos
0: exactly exactly it's like it, it the actual projection room is like it's funny because they have a curtain and they press a button and it's like i, I expected like holy music uh to like oh ah, like play <laughs> when it when it like was unveiled because it was it was behind this looking glass like an operating room almost Ooh, yeah i know
1: that's what it looks like yeah <laughs>
0: And, um, so the, the seats that I was in though, um, in, in the first couple of pictures that I have, I tried to take a picture of the screen itself, like from where it was, but I couldn't take one, just one picture of it. It was the, the screen was so massive that it it literally stretched, it dominated your entire field of view. So there's a, a video clip, uh, that I took of the entire thing. And this, this fucking thing just, just, it keeps going. And I didn't quite realize how big the screen was, was going to be. So that was uh, alone pretty interesting. But then when I got up there, um, so I went to see it at, uh, at, at 1045 at night, which I was not expecting anybody Gross. to, I know, to, to like actually be there. But no, it was sold out and packed. Gross.
1: Um, I'm not staying up for that. 1045, you said? 1045. It starts is at like 11? Yep. You're getting out at 2, nope. at 2 a.m.? At 1045. Oh.
0: So they, they... Oh, it did start it. Yep, at... Yep. Right at 1045. And they had uh, sent out two emails... And then came out when when uh, people were still filing into their th- into their seats. They're like, "So we don't have seventy millimeter trailers to see to show you guys." So we well, to put start. a normal theater. I mean, a, right, normal a, normal a normal projector. And I was like, "Well, okay, I that's lo-
1: weird." I would have loved that fucking uh, um, message when Jeff, Max, and I went to go see Ninja Turtles uh-huh. because we walked in like you know it's supposed to start at what seven, and sure. we were kind of we were a little lagging behind. Sure. Uh, but so it was like seven oh five or something seven eight mm-hmm. we're like okay we'll walk in during we walked in at like one scene into the movie oh no it was awkward too because we didn't realize and we were having a conversation in the tunnel while we walked up until <laughs> oh, i yes. until i noticed and went oh my god shut up it started <laughs> and that was the most awkward walk into those seats ever <laughs> yeah, i would have loved them to then tell us that right it literally like it whatever anyway so yeah, so yeah so, so that so fun. i like, yeah, this po- it, that I like the poster now you poster have like was... a special looking poster mm-hmm. of like um, is that Oppenheimer? It's um, it's the the tower that they dropped the bomb. Yes, it is a POV shot from like the ground yep. underneath it, looking straight up at, the, up, up at the bomb. Yep, and then there's um, at the bottom part of the poster on the tower, there is a ladder, and I can't tell. I assume it's Oppenheimer climbing
0: yeah. it. Yeah, um, zooming in to see it, and yeah, that looks that looks like you can see that the hat and the tie. Um, I wouldn't imagine that there'd be anybody else because I'm pretty sure we didn't see anybody climb the ladder besides right, we didn't see Oppenheimer ladder. I know we see... saw yeah. yeah yeah he he did I, um okay when it, I when he got that, close but... to the test but yeah no so so that is one of the one of the coolest posters i've seen um for this for this movie and yeah so we so we get up into the in so i i had uh, asked the the theater manager i was like hey so uh is there anyone who like I could talk to about like the projection of this because it's a special engagement or like, you know, is there any employee who would be willing to, to answer a few questions? She's like, I would
1: have loved it if they let you talk to like one of the concession people
0: (laughs) just get you like to get you away
1: from them. Oh my God. That would have been so funny. All right. This is is, Rick. Yeah. (laughs) He takes care of the popcorn. Uh, this is not what I was.
0: So, how much to. popcorn have you sold? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, dude, we have this. No, um, but you said you did a, uh, you did a like a little interview,
0: kind of, or you yeah. talked to him at least. Yeah. So, it, a kind of interview where I asked her a bunch of questions and she answered me. So, okay. um, it was while while we were um, and and I do have the audio. I don't know if we're gonna put it in, I in am, an episode yet. I, I'm I, I will get it out somewhere. So I'll right, talk, yeah, I'll we'll, figure it out because
1: I literally haven't even listened to this. I heard about this like an hour or two ago. It's so, very uh. We, I assume it's listenable. I'll figure it out. It's very raw. So uh, at some point, I'm sure it'll come out in somewhere, but I'm not sure where.
0: But the the um, header is that uh, it was in the elevator going up to to the second floor to see it and then just standing outside uh, of the room. So there's, you know, a little preface for why it sounds so so (laughs) terrible, terrible. Um, And it wasn't like a professional sit down and and talk. But um, so, yeah, so she took me up there and uh, unveiled this thing and I'll make sure that these pictures get out, too. Um and unveiled this thing and it oh, yeah. the, the projector itself is unbelievably massive. Like I didn't I, I I thought projectors were big. And and in the background you can see two of the other IMAX projectors for normal IMAX sh- uh, screenings and for IMAX 3D screenings and they like if you put them both combined together maybe are about the same size as this one massive yeah, for behemoth. It's ridiculous. Um it is it is quite Incredibly massive. This is why. Um, this is why we phased this out. Yeah, part of it. Yeah, and so uh, Matt, you asked me uh, if yes, this projector. That's yeah, it's you. Um, if this projector, it was special installed. Oh yeah, guys. Matthew's here and Brandon's here. Yes, yes <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be. I'm going to ramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Fuck. Welcome in everybody. Well,
0: thanks for thanks for sticking around for <laughs> waiting for the intro, Brandon. This
1: whole time I was always like I blame it on the being being bad at the in and the out because you're not here, but now you're right. here and we're still bad at it. We're the end still the end. horrible at it. So I guess I have to blame myself. Fuck.
0: Ah, oh, thank God. Oh yeah. Anyway, but. so <laughs> so this so this uh, projector is, uh, was nicknamed Big Boy because of how massive it is. I know it's truly Big inventive boy. name and it's on rails so what so the this projector has never left this theater once it was installed that's that's where it lived but all it did when they install it uh that she didn't answer that she didn't answer she
1: didn't answer like you asked she's like
0: she's like whoa this is really i don't know if you need to know this (laughs) no that's what that's what's talked about not having uh multiple people there because i was the only one who was interested in this shit so not having multiple people there to ask all of these other questions oh, I, understand. I wouldn't even I understand, quite man. <laughs> I understand. Understand what or uh, think to ask. Um but so yeah, so this this projector was just on Rails and they just scooted the other ones out of the way and pushed this one forward. And and that's part of the reason why they were able to get it is because they already had this projector in there. Um
1: oh yeah, that's true. And right. I hope nobody installed this projector just
0: for this. <laughs> um but uh, but yeah, so it, it it's gonna it, it, the projector lives there, and you know I'm sure we'll will be showing something in this format, but I don't know exactly what she said that no, they haven't used this in years. Uh, that this projector really did hasn't say, been maintained.
1: Did they say what the last what the last thing they used
0: this for before this? I'm, I don't remember if she did say. Was it uh, Nolan? <laughs> no, imagine it was Nolan. More than likely, more than likely. That's um, why they should have named it after Christopher Nolan, right? You would think so. I mean. He is the poster child for IMAX, so. But in in uh, so uh, you you can see the the actual reel. So I thought it was going to be in multiple reels. I had no idea quite um, you know much about this. It's one single reel, so there's no cigarette burn right to to mark mm. where the next reel uh, yep. gets injected. Um, and I'll post a link Fight to Club. yeah yes, <laughs> and I'll post a link to to a, a couple of explanation videos that I found fascinating about how. They took all the so it, it it got shipped to the theaters in fifty three reels. Then they had to splice those fifty three together into this one massive onto this one massive the theater planet. had to do it. Yeah.
1: or the company sent somebody out to do it. Well, the company sent somebody think, out
0: to do it, but then yeah. that projectioner projectionist I think stays there for the run.
1: Well, that, that's fine, but not somebody at the like oh correct from yeah. the theater. <laughs> I, that would have been messed up if they're like yeah we'll show your theater. All right, here are all the reels. I hope you guys know how to splice these together. Good luck. If not, you know
0: yeah um no yeah no they they sent they sent people out to professionally inspect the projector and and everything um for the IMAX 70 not just the 70 so i don't know what the fuck Ooh, what the fuck you saw it's true um but yeah so this they sent professionals out to to inspect and clean and, and maintain everything for the run um of this film but uh as you may see on the platter is got a little orange ring around this well that's because um for so for Interstellar, they uh, Nolan pushed the boundary of what the IMAX reel could hold, the platter could hold. So they they built an extension on that platter. This orange ring uh, is another extension because he pushed it again to its absolute limit before it hits the little housing um mm-hmm. mechanism oh, on the yes. backside of it. Oh yes. And so they said, "Yeah, we can do it, but we th- this is the you can't go even a what? second longer." Well,
1: at some point, he they're going to have to extend the arm out away from the vertical like base that holds the whole thing. Right,
0: that's what I thought
1: too, but Well, I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, there's only so limit from the center of the reel mm-hmm. to the physical metal arm that cannot move. So you right. have to you're going to have to kick it out farther at some point, which I'm I'm wondering how, how
0: easy or hard that will be. Well, they said they said that no, that the platter exists just as as is, and they've only built like extenders out on top of it. So I don't know about putting something else, like another um, attachment. That that well, they're gonna have to take further. the
1: whole the 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 big ass circle that it sits mm-hmm. and shift that whole thing. The center. Mm-hmm. Of that farther away from well, the machine. I, I, that's what I thought they which would then do the too. The weight's going to get harder and right. it's going to get farther away. So well, they're that's what have I to like, they would do a do whole ass thing.
0: But no, they they just decided to extend the platter. So I well, don't no no know. no. I, I mean,
1: at some point though, there's only physical distance from the the center of the reel until you physically physically hit real life metal. You can't go into that
0: real life metal. So at some point they're going to have to extend, move the whole thing farther out. Or that's just the restriction. It's like okay, you've got three hours. You wow, have they, 180 th- minutes. You've got, you've yeah, got 24,000 has
1: been great with. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> with, I can with, only with, go this far. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Can't wait. for six hour film in 45 <laughs> years. Right. Um, so, so that was, so I thought that was also really cool, but I, I still haven't found out why the, the reels have to go through so many different, um, rollers. I I don't know if that's just to keep it taut, but I feel like if you had the more contact points you have, the, the higher the chance for something to damage the film or something to go wrong in the actual projection More points of, of possible failure. Right, exactly. So I haven't found that. So if anybody uh, knows that answer and knows where I can find that answer, please let me know.
1: And if you guys, and if you do want more information on this or like see the photos and stuff, um, Brandon does a great on our social media. He posts a lot of information. not just about what we talk about, but more information. So if you just do want to know more about film in general yeah. or... Um, any specific movies and stuff, um, hop on there. Uh, the link is in the description Yep. yep. To, uh,
0: so should we talk about the actual film while we have a little uh, bit of time left? F- fuck it. Might as well. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause the, the, I mean, so part you of hated it, it, right? Yeah. It was just, it was just <laughs> awful. I, I <laughs> now I'm going
1: to sound like I hate, I disliked it more than I actually did just okay. because I've been talking about it. A That's shit fine. Ton. That's fine.
0: So. Um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I really did from the first time, but it was, it was not only was it long, but it's dense and it's it's got a so heavy dense. subject matter
1: i cannot keep track of names
0: and i'm really upset that that exactly i couldn't keep track of names i'm upset that i didn't have some kind of primer not necessarily about what the movie the, the movie was going to be but like the the main characters and the main players and the time period well, about this well i don't know if you would have
1: liked that necessarily because i'm willing to bet you like that a lot of stuff they didn't talk about or they glossed over or they might have yeah. tweaked stuff like yeah. i mean They had, I thought personally, that very minimum about um, Oppenheimer being like a womanizer and stuff. And they kind of glossed over that because like even Matt Damon was like, oh yeah, everyone tells me you're a womanizer. And then at the end, they're like, or towards the end, they're also like, oh yeah, you were sleeping... You, the dude that gave you a place to stay, you were banging his wife, and he was just so casual about yeah. it. Oh no, he never knew about that. I know. And it's just like so they glossed over a lot of that stuff. There was quite a lot. So I imagine if you learned more about it and then went into it, you might get a little bit more of like, well, that's not necessarily true. Ah, well, that's you know, this, right. you know. for a narrative. Story. So I don't know I, if it would be necessarily better. Well, I would like a a chart with everyone's head <laughs> and what their name was and right. stuff, and maybe just a That'd quick description
0: cool. about like what they were doing. I'm done with that. And the kind of relationship that they had, which is which is part of the of, of my gripes with with Nolan's movies, is they're so out you know nonlinear that it's really kind of difficult to follow when certain things are happening. Now, this one is a lot more of an actual linear structure um in terms of you know A, B, C, D than than A, D, F, L, Q. Uh nice. like like in you know, in Tenet. I miss and, Q at all completely. Well, <laughs> Tenet was a whole different thing. That's a whole God. but yeah, so and, and and with the the amount of basically learning that you had to do while, say, you know, remembering who had what job and what their significance was and what the relationship to the project was, mm-hmm. there was just there was a lot to consume. And so I think it, it relied a little bit too heavy on the audience knowledge of events of that time, or at least, again, the key players of that time. Um, and that and that's something that I just. Thankfully, it was like thankfully, it was mostly. A wrapped around
1: Oppenheimer and mm-hmm. frankly Oppenheimer is the only thing that you really like needed to pay attention because yeah, I, I understand it was called Oppenheimer but holy shit it was an Oppenheimer movie. And, uh, <laughs> for whatever really... reason going in I kind of thought it would be much more based around just like more based around the creation of ju- the bomb and it's like I know we got some intro into Oppenheimer because yeah. of how important it is to uh, actually understand his life Um, but then we, you know, we had a lot of political stuff outside of just building the bomb and figuring this out stuff and the, and the moral, um, conversations. It really, to me felt like, um, it was a movie, um, what justifying kind of, and like trying to boost Oppenheimer. It was like for Oppenheimer to make him. Like be like, oh, he's not what you guys thought he was, even though I didn't think
0: anything about him. <laughs> right. You, <know? laughs> you didn't but have really, a, a set opinion about him. But it really
1: felt like that's what the whole thing was, to like set the record straight on Oppenheimer. And like so you really know who Oppenheimer was. And I was just like, yeah. so that's why, personally, I wasn't a huge fan of like the political stuff with um, Robert Downey Jr. His acting was phenomenal. And the black and white, I will say, um, looked better in um, on film, than digital yeah uh the black and white scenes look so much better yeah the rest of it looked the same to me i agree
0: i agree with you about that absolutely i think down, the rest absolutely. of it was not enough change for me to okay. really like justify it necessarily and i want to touch on the black and white and and i'm wondering if set when you saw it in mm. 70 millimeter did you notice at any point where the the aspect ratio changed and it didn't necessarily letterbox but maybe more of the frame opened up because i noticed okay so i noticed, and and i'm not sure if that's just because it was the imax format it was i would assume so because imax because like true imax a lot of imax movies that claim
1: their imax don't aren't a hundred percent imax um ratio right it goes down to like a more normal and then for the big ones like you can see in gravity and stuff it's kind of harder it's easier to miss because the edges are black anyways but like they will go true IMAX shots right, and then and fill up
0: that entire thing. Yes.
1: And then it will, then it will letterbox or whatever, go down a right. little bit to normal.
0: Well, and, cause 4K, I know, 8K,
1: 12K, whatever, 16K, sure. K, eight K, 12, whatever. Sure. I don't know what we're up to at this point. Uh, <laughs> I think some, they, I think they shoot in 36 K and then I think like, it's, I think it's whatever it down to like, that sounds about right. I was going to say four. something,
0: what, what, what G are we on? We're at five G now. So if we take that, we triple it, we reduce it by the ratio. We got of- to ask the trees that the five G <laughs> yeah. is on top of. <laughs> it has those green trees yep that's what they that's what i um, thought it was going to be honestly (laughs) um but yeah so i so i mentioned that because there were times when i noticed it would be in you know normal letterbox and then imax format was because it was it was shot with imax and what wasn't shot on imax was shot with 65 millimeter uh cameras or uh yeah it was shot on 65 millimeter okay so that's what helped change part of that format but it's interesting that uh not all of the formats that were that were being seen or shown had all of those different changes in it and it was just the one i'm upset that i, I didn't have a chance to mark which actual shots it was that changed mm. you know from anamorphic to you know 143 or whatever do it was. you
1: think i know this is slightly off topic do you think i could get away with literally just a notepad and piece of uh and a pencil in the movie theater with yeah. no light or anything are people gonna get annoyed that I sit next to me if i'm physically taking notes like analog real life like it's the right. Flintstones right notes <laughs> like it's the Flintstones <laughs> <laughs> not pulling my phone out but like
0: writing in yeah, a yeah. pad like a I wonder I want to say yes to both I think that you could absolutely get away with it and there well, will be certain no gonna, people I don't
1: think anyone is going to say but who are, are they going to leave annoyed the theater by being like this motherfucker is sitting next to us
0: <laughs> no I don't I think if you were on your phone it would be a, a big deal but if well, you yeah, have having a notepad I think that maybe they'd be like what are you doing I just got a not right
1: <laughs> heart <laughs>
0: um because I've done that, I uh, at Alamo. I've tried to to do it where uh, if there's someone sitting next to me, I don't do it or I or I point it away from them. But I've done that before, where I've taken a couple of notes about just, something. Just writing,
1: staring at them.
0: <laughs> oh, what are you great. fucking
1: taking notes on?
0: So I also so, uh, before we move on, I want to I want to touch on the black and white because you you said it uh, yourself that the black and white on film looked better, and I want to know if you know that they actually invented for this movie. Uh, they went to Kodak. And and had them invent black and white film, sixty five millimeter film, to be able to shoot on like that. That uh, what does that mean? The print out the negative didn't exist before. There was no black and white uh, in 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 a. uh, What did
1: they used to shoot black and white on?
0: Not just not not that form. Not that not the sixty five millimeter size. So they so they just blue okay basically In, yes. invent is a stretch well I mean, that's what they say no i mean i hear you they i hear <laughs> that's what they say something didn't exist and now it does we're also
1: going to talk about oh they didn't do any cg um, yes they
0: <laughs> they well, also now that you mention
1: it hey uh oh, i'll tell you a second but so they just basically took the old format and just made it bigger the, Bas- the old style and just, just made it larger yes. that's what yeah. they did that and and Invented so that it could be the size be, well, i guess
0: they, yes, exa- they did. They did. They invented that particular format. I can't, wait to, I can't format. wait to
1: take a car and make it bigger and be like, I invented a new car, guys. <laughs> I know it's the same as that one, uh-huh. but I just made it bigger, mm-hmm. which counts as a new invention, does it not? Yes. Um, so they didn't do any CG. Correct. What? Uh, so did he? somebody write down all the credits then? Uh, v- oh, wait. What,
0: how'd they do credits? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what why'd they do the credits oh, in, the, right down, in the movie, hand in the movie. The how did they do the credits gotcha um i imagine that it was someone with a typewriter and okay. then they took so a in film reality camera. they
1: did it in a they did it on computer
0: well and i'm sure that there were also some i haven't seen all the all the behind the scenes i'm sure that there were some cable usage or something that they had to paint out which we've talked about yeah. before no that sh- that is, i have no doubt that there is some computer generated computer graphic well, touch up at some point
1: well or even at the very least i'm sure like i don't remember him climbing up the ladder Mm -hmm. but if he climbed up the ladder they put a had a put a safety on him more than likely so then they had to paint that safety out so it's like quote unquote cg no cg exactly but it just wasn't generated it it was a a slow character study no shit there's no cg dude (laughs) like it's not i don't don't know his his eyes unbelievably well i will say his
0: eyes don't look human they look very so CG, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's it absolutely it's a very intimate, personal, character-driven drama um, that I, I think I really enjoyed the the gravity of the situation that that was you know kind of proposed in in this film and in this movie because I mean you know all these events absolutely happened but it's really interesting to sit with the people who made those decisions and kind of how you, you got to see how it weighed on them. I mean, I thought, I
1: didn't think they did enough of that. I loved, I was much more hoping for like a movie about the morality and situation and how and the science of making this bomb, the decision and how it went and like a really build up to making the bomb instead of we got a movie about Oppenheimer and it was like about the person Mm -hmm. versus the situation. And it's like, there was the moral You know, back and forth here and there, but it was very minimum. There was five scenes in a three-hour movie, maybe that they were discussing the true morality. Even maybe, even if you want to double that to say ten scenes, ten scenes in a three-hour movie, Uh, it was very minimum to me. Yeah, and so that's why I'm like, you know, who, um, you know, who steamrolled Oppenheimer? No offense, I don't frankly care that much. And it was like, I'm not there to see. Oh, I hope Oppenheimer. It's like I wasn't at the end of the movie going, oh god, I hope Oppenheimer, um, his name is cleared,
0: or god, right. I hope he gets his clearance back. I don't right. give a shit about that personally. I was just like, okay, sweet, it happened. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a piece of history. Well, and it ends. Yes, I think that that could have been a little bit more compelling narratively if we had more perspectives of the situation itself and the lead up to the bomb and not well, just what, stayed on the on the one character. Well, that's what I'm
1: saying. It's like I would have liked definitely more of a right. like about the town, about like you know more focus on the. New Mexico town versus right what went into oppenheimer's like world and shit you know and
0: and the only answer I have because I agree with you, I think that it would have been a little bit more interesting and a little bit more uh easy to follow as well if we had a little bit more time with other people in and in other situations or in other places um but nolan is is uh fervently uh defending that um j Robert Oppenheimer, which by the way j stands for Julius. I found that out in some research it's a fun fact that i huh. It's a fun fact. Um, I don't know if you know the definition of fun, but go ahead. It's a fact, <laughs> yes, and <laughs> I agree with that. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm assuming that. <laughs> Trust me, I do my homework. Um, but yeah, so so Nolan Nolan believes uh, that J. Robert R. Oppenheimer is the most important person in the history of the world. Like that that person was. Without him, there wouldn't be an atomic bomb, or if there would be, it wouldn't have gone over the, quite the same way. Well, I um, mean, I I believe someone
1: would have made it. Yeah. I mean, so...
0: I, I agree with you, you as know, well. I agree with you it's, as
1: well. it's hard to say the most important because he like, oh, he did it. And I get he did it and he kicked off a lot of stuff, but like
0: someone else would have. Somebody else would have or some other country would have or exactly. Like there was, there was multiple people. There were a couple of countries, right? Germany at least was working on the atomic project as well. So at some point there would have been a breakthrough somebody would have. But again, that would have changed the story and that would have changed history, obviously, uh, to the point where it's just speculation if we said, hey, what if Oppenheimer wasn't there? Um, but because we focused on him, I thought that the way that Christopher Nolan focused his, his film's perspective through this person I thought was, was really interesting, um, that the black and white is from somebody else's perspective and the color is all from basically what, what he sees or or from, you know, People are directly around him. Just thought it was an interesting choice that uh, he didn't do since memento with the black and white going back and forth.
1: But Yeah. He, I mean, he hasn't put black and white in a film in a while. I feel like did prestige have black and white. I don't think it did. It,
0: it feels like it should have or it feels like it did, but I don't think it did. It's been a, it's been a couple years since I've watched that one, but um, I did. I did enjoy the line that was repeated multiple times. That theory is only going to get you so far. So it's. Again, it's this this question of, you know, what's going to happen if we do this. But it's also there's there's this piece of of Oppenheimer. I believe that went. I really want to see what what the fuck happens. Like I really want to know because you th- again, theory. Like I think this is what's going to happen, and this is what the math says. But until we test it, until we actually put it into action, we don't truly know. And I think that that is a really interesting uh, part of of this of this person's morality to to test. Is is not just Mm-hmm. should it be done but can we do it and what's going to happen
1: well because like even in the movie they were like oh the the atom can't be split and he was like oh look at the science yeah oh, look at the, my math it can't happen can't happen and they're like you're stupid
0: <laughs> julius <laughs> he just fucking did you it fucking moron julius do you think you could you could understand quant- quantum mechanics in six months or so to to prepare for a role like this no yeah i didn't think I, so either <laughs> I, I of course i couldn't <laughs>
1: He under thought- he understood or he knew the words that they he was saying
0: exactly And because <laughs> there were uh, several questions of, the, of that nature that were asked and it's like no of course not and and uh, Matt David said it but he's like if we understood the math that way the, in in that in, and to, to to actually understand the math that's what we'd be doing with our lives like no we we get like a general grasp of it and then we just throw you know scribbles up on the board or we learn how to yes. write that for me like <laughs> make, make this don't... line next to this line to next to this yeah, line. exactly um kind of the same way with um with with him quoting from the what is that text called um the hindu or whatever the
1: yes the and now i become death which is the weirdest i don't understand why he put it there it's just like it it's the weirdest. That's not even where Oppenheimer. Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess you could. It was a you could ask years. Oppenheimer if that if he was. Oh, did you say the quote when you were banging this chick? <laughs> oh
0: yeah, totes, bro. It was oh awesome. right there, yeah right. Well, that's where they put it. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about it that. It was the weirdest. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Like he, he did it in like the interviewing. Um, stage after the fact like way after believe. the fact yeah, yeah. so I, I think I, a couple years later so I, also super unnecessary uh, nudity to make it R for whatever reason
0: I, yeah again I I get where we were going with it I get the you God know,
1: forbid somebody tell Nolan make a suggestion
0: <laughs> I get the promiscuity of it and the whole oh this this is scandalous no, it was and just so unnecessary it. but <laughs> so exactly unnecessary. for a narrative film no it, it didn't need to be there um, but so yeah so on the same lines um, someone asked uh he, if he had read the uh bhagavad gita which mm-hmm. is that that uh sacred hindu text and murphy goes yeah i read it and it's beautiful and i'm like that is the most actor response ever like he <laughs> looked at the pages and went i don't understand a fucking thing that said somebody
1: gave him his english translation and he was like
0: oh ah. yeah. <laughs> or that too that too um but yeah it was cinematic as fuck i i i loved it um just through and through um Did you have any problem with anybody's acting? Not really, no.
1: Okay, did you have any problems with any character? Because there's a theme of one character that I feel like a lot of people did not love.
0: There's definitely... For various reasons, but... So I didn't love Emily Blunt's character, Kitty. I didn't love her character because she just... Well, it was more about she just didn't have a lot to do besides like she was there and Man. complained mm. once about, "Hey, I was this person's uh, wife. I was on my way to do stuff, and then all of a sudden, now I'm a housewife." And then it's okay. Now she's now she's being relegated to being a mother. But we're not going to actually touch on. We're not. We're not going to explore that. So Emily least- like Blunt
1: felt like a one, one, a very one-dimensional character. A lot, of, honestly, outside of Oppenheimer, most of the people felt like other than like Strauss and mm. some of those and Strauss. Um. Felt like one-dimensional characters. Matt yeah. Damon, one-dimensional character. Very, very much so. Uh, yeah. Emily Blunt, uh, Florence Pugh. Very this much is so. This all yeah. very, very, very one-dimensional person that lives around Oppenheimer. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, but everyone, I seems everyone has a problem with uh, Teller.
0: Yeah. Makeup,
1: I, acting. I don't
0: understand it. I don't it know was weird. why. Again, I he thought rubs was...
1: me the wrong way too. His face definitely looked weird. And I would love to know if it <laughs> <laughs> is his face or if they put uh, eyeliner on? Uh, no. I was thinking he looked. I I was thinking he looked chubbier than oh. he actually is. Oh, like they gotcha. widened his face or something. Maybe yeah. that's what I, I was. I was wondering. Gotcha.
0: No. Yeah. No. That those were in, in terms of of that. But I, I do agree with you about the one tone um, bit of it. I I know I'm alone in this, but I really was really upset that um, that Heisenberg wasn't played by Brian Cranston. I know, I know, and there is a part of me that's like, you shut you up, love shut the your fuck references. up. But I love my references, and I thought it would have just been hilarious. Um, I'm glad though.
1: <laughs> okay, so, but in reality, if you were working on this film mm-hmm. and Christopher Nolan was like, I, "I'm going to let you cast this," you oh, would, God. you'd, honest to God, do that.
0: I would float it out there as an idea. You, you would I say would. to Christopher Nolan, "I would float it out there as an idea." How funny Absolutely. in this
1: in this serious character driven movie? Yes, you should make of pop culture reference.
0: Yes. That's what I would say, and then I'd say, "I wonder why I wonder you, why
1: you're not working in the." Uh... That's hurtful. But,
0: <laughs> then I'd say, "But you know, we've got this perfect person over here." I was going to say, even though I would have loved it and and wanted it, uh, a tiny bit of me wanted that. Uh, I'm glad that we we didn't do that because it would have definitely thrown it completely out, uh, thrown thrown the audience completely out of the point of the movie and the point of of meeting Absolutely that person. It would take so, it
1: right. <laughs> I don't even know which one was Heisenberg, frankly.
0: <laughs> was that he the was, German that he only met once? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. After that weird uh roundabout lecture where all the chairs are. That was so cool. That I was, was like super oh, cool. oh, <laughs> I kind of want to talk like in, in a room like that. <laughs> there was a uh anyway, don't worry about it. I don't need to get us off track. We don't have that much time. I know. Um <laughs> ooh, let's uh-huh. talk about the score. Because my fucking God, I loved this score. It's this is one of my favorites. It's it's I thought the in, incorporation of the um of the Geiger counter that, that clicking and, you know, um, static sound, the crackling, I thought mm. was just incredible when, when we're, uh, leading up to the bomb and we're, we're you know, the gradual upping of tempo. Um, the, the, the crescendo, the way it just kind of weaved in and out. I didn't think that it was, uh, I didn't think that, that it was, it was where it shouldn't have been in, in any place. I thought it was, it stayed away and then it cut out beautifully.
1: Yeah. I, I, I... I don't know. I don't know. I don't notice scores nearly as much as uh, you do um, for whatever reason. I know. That's so interesting. I'm, I'm much more of the, you know, dialogue and um, the, actual like effects and stuff. The like that, design of it. For whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting.
0: Well, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. Okay. And I thought I, it was, I'll, I'll take your word for it. That was fantastic. Sure. And it, uh, that dude uh, worked with, with Nolan on, I think it was Interstellar and Tenet. Um, or worked with him previously. Mm. And uh, that dude has uh, an uh, an Emmy, uh, Grammy, and an Oscar already. So that composer is top-notch. He's He almost has an EGOT? He's one Tony away from, from an EGOT. Do
1: you know who's also uh, one award away from uh, being EGOT award uh, winners? No, I don't. Um, the uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone need a... They're one away. I forgot what they need. I think they it's need. an Oscar. I think they need an Oscar. I think it's an Oscar. And then they, they will be EGOT. Um, that's which they could, awesome. they could definitely get an Oscar. And I think they should put some effort into it.
0: I think they should absolutely put and some go effort out of into their way it. for um, sure. Just to, just to get it. Yep. <laughs> I think it'd be worth it. Personally. Absolutely. I agree with you there. Um, did you notice cuz you liked Tenet a lot and watched it pretty recently did you it's notice so weird. the reference
1: I, wa- I watched Tenet more than like a lot of people No I did not what was the oh, reference
0: There's a reference somewhere I again I haven't seen <laughs> it in 3 years but there's a no, reference it, somewhere no, in but there
1: in Oppenheimer and, the- no no no
0: in Tenet there's a reference to uh Oppenheimer and the the whole hey when they set this thing off they didn't know if it was going to set fire to oh, the atmosphere Yes
1: yeah, they were I believe I believe that was when uh the main guy was talking to the woman who like sent him to go whatever doesn't matter that yes sounds i, sounds I, r- I do remember accurate. them talking about yeah. uh about the yes about that
0: yeah yes. so that that was that was uh that was yes, that. sir yeah yeah this was uh this was quite the movie it was quite the quite the piece of entertainment it was like i said it was really dense and it was it was uh a lot to take in I was very mentally drained after watching it,
1: yeah, I would have liked. I mean, I personally would have liked it to, and like the last, what, 40 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. of Robert Downing Jr. being, you know, oh, surprise, it fe- really felt like it was a reveal. It really felt like, oh, yeah, I know you've all been wor- warning about this. And for me, it was just like, oh, okay, I don't care that much. So I would have liked it to end like roughly around the bomb and have more morality than anything. Yeah. And it's like, you know, more discussions of like, should we use this? Should we not do use this? Blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But it was still a unbelievably technically well done movie. Yep. Um, I imagine it's going to be an Oscar conversations. Yep. Um, but same as I think Barbie ha- has to be in for production design, you be. know,
0: has to be for, for screenplay, has to be for production design. Uh, um, screenplay is going to be, I don't know about half too, but I think it, I think it what, should adaptive or that's exactly what I was going to say is I don't original? know. And that's something that they were talking about, uh, as well is there's not really a precedence for this. The only thing that, that could have helped would, it was the Lego movie, which, you know, was based on a toy that, you know, became, I mean, it isn't really anything, but became its own, what, its you own think, original screenplay well, for but, Barbie, but, or, yeah, I don't know. And, and that's exactly it is. It could be an adaptation because it's based on intellectual property and characters created by Mattel, or it could be original because toys aren't really, you know, an intellectual
1: property. It wouldn't shock me if it's in the Oscars. Like, if you told me it's going to be in the Oscars, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But have to be, might be a stretch for me, but...
0: You know. i i think i think it will be especially now with with the strikes and with the uh slow of well, release there will be no other movies the rest of this year It fucking feels like it other than i imagine wonka
1: because they already shot that i think
0: well we'll see things have been getting pushed left and right well that's already done
1: i think that's already that was already shot i think they closed
0: yeah everything that's already shot yeah, so, can be yeah but finished, no, nobody
1: but. nobody that's still working on it
0: is on strike Ah, I see the actors or actors and writers. Yes, are not no, there's there's a handful Wonka of things. Right sure.
1: All right, uh, let's. How about you need? You still need to rate um, Oppenheimer, yep. and I also want to hear your rankings of like for Greta Gerwig and Christopher Nolan where these movies slot in with the other movies. Okay. Uh, but let's do. Do you have?
0: Do you have their filmography
1: pulled up? Well, I mean, Greta Gerwig. You know, you got the three big ones, and that's all. Frankly, okay. no offense.
0: I'll pull up. Break. I'll pull up real quick, just so I can just so I can see them in front of me um there's just so much i could i could continue talking about and there's just the the amount of research that went into this is insane the amount of of technical specifications not only to to shoot but also again to deliver is just to me mind-boggling and the resources that this this man can pull for whatever the hell he wants yeah i mean for
1: greta gerwig if you want to include nights and weekends from 2008
0: you can if you want well good i'm glad I I don't think I've actually watched Greta Gerwig's acting stuff. Oh, you haven't? I've heard of of most of them. She's, she, you know, she's fine. She's she's fine. Like Frances Ha, that was the big one. Um, I just recently watched,
1: and I was gonna I was gonna talk about it. I forgot what I was gonna talk about, but um, the it was a Netflix with where is it White what Noise? Was what night? She's a main. She's the mom in White Noise, and that was a weird fucking movie. Wasn't eh, I mean? Don't get me wrong. Not as weird as other things that we've seen, but it was very in the middle of it. There was like a chemical scare, and they all had to like leave their houses, and really it was in the middle. And then they all went back to their lives. And interesting, <laughs> she's banging some dude because she, he has pills that. Uh, it's weird. It's weird.
0: All right. Well, I'm excited to uh, to watch Noah groundbreaking stuff. Noah. Bombach? I think it's Bombbach. Bombbach. But I've heard people pronounce Squid it Bombach.
1: Squid in the Whale, and the whale mm. Marriage Story.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I'm mean, gonna uh, Baumb- did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot he did. He did uh, Marriage Story. Um, all right. So Oppenheimer. Let's see. Rating-wise,
1: well, you want to do you want to do um give me the ranks for Greta Gerwig. Okay. Where Barbie slots in and then we'll talk.
0: It's really difficult for me because I, I loved Ladybird so much. But I really, really enjoyed Barbie. So they're they're neck and neck for me. Honestly, I think I liked Barbie a hair more than Ladybird. But that's probably recency bias, on to be honest with you. Um so I'm gonna go Barbie, Ladybird, and Little Women.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I'd go. Uh it for me it's Ladybird definitely is one and then it's a conversation of little women versus barbie and i think barbie gets the advantage because it's a more entertaining and more rewatchable movie than yeah. little women but little women they it was uh really good and, and you know little women it wasn't necessarily original like content that she made up true and, um so she did yeah, a good was job, an adaptation but, like
0: it was not as yeah exactly right that's actually a really good point too. That's actually a really good point. Is is kind of the same thing with with this with uh, Oppenheimer. Is this is an adaptation versus a lot of the other originals that I hadn't really thought about. So, thank you for bringing that up.
1: You're welcome. That's <laughs> what I'm here for.
0: Oh man, I, I again. What 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 do you consider Barbie to be? Do you consider it to be an uh, an adapted story or do you consider it to be an original story?
1: I mean, I cause It's. I based mean, based on toys. Yeah, but it's just based on. I mean, there's. Facts about it, but like it's not like it's got to be it's original, not like this right? was a story and then she adapted it, it's right? Gotta, I would assume it got to be original. I would assume it'd be original, but I uh, let me phrase this I would call it original because okay. I don't know what else I'd call it, but I can't imagine they will. Like when we roll into Oscars, I bet you it'd
0: be adaptive. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I hope it's original the more I think about it because it just feels wrong to put an adaptation for, for a line of toys anyway. Um, so for uh, mm-hmm. for <laughs> Oppenheimer for Christopher Nolan. God damn, he's got so many. Um, Have I ranked all the other ones previously? Do I have that somewhere where I... Oh, I did send you that text. I know that I did. Mm -hmm. Let me find that real quick. All right, so I think I'm going to slot this one. I think I'm going to leave my list the same, actually. I thought uh, Oppenheimer was going to change, maybe move up Mm -hmm. uh, one or two slots. I know your list, but they don't. So you're going to have to list them. (laughs) So... All right, so I think I'd, I'm going to go uh, for Chris Nolan's movies. I think The Dark Knight reigns supreme for me. Um, Inception is pretty close behind it. Interstellar um, is, is a close third. And then there's a little bit of a gap. And I've got Memento, Dunkirk, and Oppenheimer in the second tier. Um, and then I'd go probably The Prestige, Tenet, Batman Begins, and then The Dark Knight Rises. Because I haven't seen Following, and I haven't seen um, Insomnia. But you've oh. So yeah. those are the only two features that I, of his that I haven't seen, so I can't put that in my ranking. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think I think Oppenheimer of of Chris Nolan's work as far as story goes. So it's, what was the top oh, batch? So the top batch I'm going Dark Knight, Inception, and Interstellar. Interstellar, Dark Knight, and Inception are mm-hmm. your top three top three, yep. And then gap. And okay. Then there's yeah, then there's a little bit of a gap, and I'd say I'd put this um next to Memento and Dunkirk. Um Technically, it's definitely, honestly, if, if we were going technical, I'd probably put Oppenheimer in the one or two slot. But overall, it just I mean, isn't enough to outweigh everything else that he's done.
1: Why so why is it technically more impressive than Interstellar? Shot fully on IMAX in sixty five millimeter. Um okay. Why question. Yes. Why does that suddenly make it so much technical that you use a different camera? And I understand it like just the format captures a lot more detail. So just by him picking a different camera out of the studio, that's the technical side that's so impressive.
0: That's part of it. Yeah. I mean he
1: just decided to use a different camera.
0: That well, that's part of it. That's a that's a big thing. Well, um, just is, deciding is to use to a different cre- camera yes, because that that creates a certain look. It creates a certain aesthetic. It creates a certain uh, feel to the to the movie. It kind of it kind of presents a tone um, that that other cameras don't. And that's part of it, as well as the technical research in, in so you terms think of that.
1: So you think that was uniquely specific to um, Oppenheimer? You yes. couldn't have done anything else that it shot in a different way that it also looked good? It could yeah, so have, yeah, like, have looked good, but that's what I'm saying is like, I get that the he same. put it on. The, yeah, I mean, uh, no shit, but I, I, I don't know, see why like, oh, I there's two cameras here. I picked one. Oh, that was so technically impressive. Cause he picked a, cause he just decided to pick a different camera. With. Okay, I don't consider that like technically impressive. Like the angles and the shots and all that stuff, I feel like is, but just because I don't know, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna record this on a different microphone. Ooh, that's so technically impressive. Like, well, yeah, I mean, sure. I just fucking picked it out of a pile, dude. Like,
0: <laughs> uh, no, I don't think Nolan picked this out of picked the that specific uh, camera or cameras out of a pile. I think it was it was carefully but decided. But he's to
1: done do. 70 millimeter IMAX before, hasn't he? No. Nope. What was the other just the just
0: the others were shot on, on what was Dunkirk IMAX? shot on? It was shot partially on IMAX. And I don't remember what the other one was, but it also wasn't um, shown in in 70. I don't know. I just I'm just kind of annoyed that
1: like we're giving like again, he's one of the best directors that exist right now. Yeah. But like we're giving him so much credit. It's like, oh, he didn't use CG. Yeah, no shit. The movie didn't like need she, CG. How is that so fascinating? Oh, he's oh he picked a a dead camera that nobody ever uses anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's it's, so impressive. It's that
0: you're so fucking great. Plus, oh my god, plus you drove an old
1: car that nobody wants anymore.
0: Plus, inventing a, a new type of film. Plus, sh- shooting again, specifically again, on film. again, inventing one. Plus, you went yes. somewhere
1: and went. Can you make th- how we used to, but just make it bigger? Oh God, you're such a good inventor. Well,
0: I'm gonna. <laughs> nobody else did that. So, all right, where where do you put this in your rank?
1: Um, I mean it it it's down i mean I agree with the interstellar dark knight inception or like in the top bucket, yeah, I don't know it's probably behind momentum for me, but that's more just memories and then <laughs> i really like tenet personally and i understand that I, I i liked it more than other people i think, so it would be it'd be fighting tenet for me in like the five ish slot um but unfortunately I think tenet might win but uh yeah it's 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 four or five for what he's done personally and frankly at this point i'm starting to think that i never saw Dunkirk. oh (laughs) i don't know i just barely remember anything about it
0: yeah and i really like that one too i like the cinematography i like the look i like the feel of it um but yeah overall it, it it's definitely not not bad and that's that's the problem with with trying to rank oppenheimer in chris nolan's movies is it's fucking Chris Nolan. There's so, there's a lot of great ones out there. It's kind of hard to, uh to pick and, and to rank. That's true.
1: I agree with you. I mean, it's,
0: it's hard. Yeah. It's
1: hard to make, you know, I forgot what the old great interview with like some, whoever wrote catch 22. And they're like, how do you mm-hmm. feel about, you know, never re never writing another book as good as catch 22. And his reaction, and his answer is yeah. Who fucking else has like, I know I haven't done it, but it's because it's yeah. one of the best ever. It's like, oh, who who's made a movie as good as, you know, Inception and all these? It's like, yeah, who else has? Yeah. I haven't either, but it's I, fucking hard because right. it was good. Like, what do you want from me? Exactly. I made the best
0: movie. I can't make another one because I made the best movie. Right, right, exactly. I, I can only do, I can only make the second best movie. Nope, oh, nope, that's that's James Cameron. Sorry, we're talking. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Hey-o. Hey-o. Um, no, yeah, it's just, oh man, I'm really looking at that list and I'm like, I don't know, I... I I feel like there's something wrong with, with the way I ordered my list. I keep wanting to go back to it, but uh so have you officially ranked uh graded Oppenheimer? Um I did
1: again I did another like one with Jeff, but that I couldn't tell you what it was. But my official rating, which I'll give now, is now. I, I think I'm gonna do is I think I'm gonna go with I think I'm gonna go. It feels a lot to me, but I I think it's just because I'm in my fields right now and I've been just around this for so long, but I'm going to go with 8.25. And in my mind, I kind of want to go eight, but I think it truly is an 8.25. And when I re- look at this in two or three weeks, I I think I'd rather be have it 8.25 versus eight. So I'm going to go 8.25 as my official.
0: And that's where I was initially. And I think I'm going to bump it up just a tick more after seeing it in a in di- uh, different format. And learning as much as I did about the process. I think I'm going to go 8.5. I think I'm going to leave it at a solid 8.5. And again, that probably will change, but.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: 8.5
1: for you. All right. Let me, I'm going to go through the five ratings that I have for um, Oppenheimer total. So okay. from bottom to top, Kyle, eight flat. Max and I are at 8.25. Brandon is at eight point five, and then Jeff is at eight point seven five. Ooh, Jeff on the top
0: end. Jeff loving Christopher Nolan.
1: Uh, pff, yes, I this <laughs> might shock, might shock everybody, but yes, Jeff loves Christopher <laughs> Nolan. So, frankly, an eight point two five is I feel like a little low for him. Yeah, right. Come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think cool. that's uh, I think that's all we got for this week.
0: Yep, yep. But uh, don't forget, we are on socials. We've got uh, Facebook at what we watched. We're on. Uh, Zitter, I guess, is how we're supposed to start calling it with the X. Uh, we're at watch underscore Podcast. I think that'd be a Z. Oh, you think so? Zitter? Xylophone? I mean... Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Xenomorph? What other X names? Anyway, yeah, so we're on some socials to come follow us. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you thought of the Barbenheimer massive blockbuster success smash summer hit conglomerate. Woo! Mm. <laughs> All right, Matt. Thanks also so much. Rate us and don't somewhere. forget, yeah, let's uh, give us a rating while Whatever you're there. The hell that is nailed it, nailed it. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.